0: Good evening, this is All India Radio and I am Abhishek Mukhopadhyay there with the news at 9. The headlines Lok Sabha passes Muslim women protection of rights of marriage bill making instant triple talaq illegal, bill not against any community or religion, assures law minister. Parliament passes RTI amendment bill 2019 with Rajya Sabha giving its nod today. Budget session of Parliament extended till 7th August. Karnataka assembly speaker disqualifies 3 MLAs. Pakistan acknowledging presence of terrorists in the country is a glaring admission by Pak leadership says External Affairs Ministry. And in sports, shuttlers PV Sindhu and Sai Praneet enter quarterfinals of Japan Open. The Lok Sabha today passed the Muslim Women Protection of Rights of Marriage Bill 2019, commonly known as the Triple talak Bill, by a voice vote. Replying to the debate on the bill, Law Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad said, it was important to bring in a law to ban instant triple talak as the practice is continuing in several parts of the country, despite the 2017 Supreme Court verdict. He clarified that the bill is not against any community or religion and should not be seen through the prism of politics. Whenever you talk of stakeholder consultation, the only and only relevant stakeholders are the women who are the victim of triple talaq, and not the All India Muslim Personal Board. We are hearing their voices, we are addressing their concerns, and we are giving respect to their voice. Muslim is The minister asked if Prophet Muhammad spoke against the practice, why are we still not against it? Mr. Prasad said that many evils among the Hindus, such as Sati and dowry, were brought under the penal law. Congress leader in the Lok Sabha, Adhir Ranjan Choudhury, opposed the penal provision in the Triple Talak Bill, saying the Supreme Court never asked the government to introduce penal provisions. He He said present laws are sufficient. N.K. Premchandran of the RSP questioned the intent of the bill. He alleged it is intended to target a particular community. He said the government is citing minority judgment of the Supreme Court to justify such a legislation. Minakshi Lekhi of the BJP supported the bill, saying it intends to ensure rights of Muslim women. Biju Jantadal supported the bill, but NDA allied JDU opposed it. Congress, TMC, DMK, BSP and JDU walked out in protest. Parliament has passed the Right to Information Amendment Bill 2019 with the Radha Sabha approving it today amidst opposition walkout. The Lok Sabha has already passed the bill. The bill seeks to empower the centre to make rules to decide the tenure, salary, allowances and other terms of service of information commissioners, of the Central Information Commission and also of the State Information Commissions. Replying to debate on the bill, Minister of State for Personnel, Public Grievances and Pensions, Dr. Jitendra Singh clarified that the legislation is not intended to curtail the autonomy of the RTI Act. He said the bill has been brought in a good faith and it will work towards the streamlining and institutionalizing the RTI Act. He also clarified that powers of the Constitution and appointment of state information commissions have been left with states. He also rejected opposition demand of referring the bill to a select committee. No interference as far as the independence or the autonomy of the act is concerned. And then, of course, that the appointment of the state-level information commissioners would not be made by the centre. Again, I wish to assure him that nothing of that sort is being envisaged in the bill.
1: Please be rest assured,
0: this legislation or this amendment is being brought in without any motivation, in good faith. The House also negated the opposition party's amendments regarding sending the bill to select committee. Earlier, the upper house witnessed unruly seen when process of division was underway. Leader of Opposition Ghulam Nabi Azad accused the ruling party of undermining the parliament and objected to some ministers and BJP members walking towards different party leaders to seek their support. Later protesting over it, the members from Congress, Left, TMC, DMK, RJD, AAP and others Staged a walkout. Government is working on introduction of e-passports and aims to issue 22 million in the first phase. Replying to supplementaries in the Rajasabha today, External Affairs Minister Dr. S. Jayashankar said, the Minister has plans to issue chip-enabled e-passports to citizens with advanced security features. He said the personal particulars of the applicants will be digitally signed and stored in the chip which will be embedded in the present form of physical passport booklet In case anyone tampers with the chip, the system will be able to identify it, resulting in the failure of the passport authentication. The budget session of Parliament has been extended till the 7th of next month. Official sources confirmed it. The Cabinet Committee on Parliamentary Affairs met in New Delhi this evening and took a decision in this regard. This is All India Radio, giving you the news for quick news updates. Follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. Karnataka Legislative Assembly Speaker K.R. Ramesh Kumar has disqualified three MLAs for the rest of the tenure of the current 15th Assembly. Speaker has disqualified Rane Banur MLA R. Shankar till May 2023. Speaking to media persons in Bangalore today, he said R. Shankar had merged his party KPJP with Congress on June 14th, but on July 8th, he gave a letter that he is supporting BJP. This, the Speaker said, comes under the 10th schedule of the Constitution and the member stands disqualified. The Speaker has also disqualified two Congress assemblies, Ramesh Jarkiholi and Mahesh Kumatahali, for anti-party activities till 2023 when the 15th Assembly comes to an end. The Speaker clarified that the disqualified MLAs cannot contest the election till then. The Speaker has said the decision of the rest of the 14 MLAs is under consideration. India Today said Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan's statement about the presence of terrorists in his country is a glaring admission. Replying to a media query, in New Delhi External Affairs Minister Ravish Kumar said, it is time that Islamabad took credible action against the terror camps that exist in the areas under the control of Pakistan. It is a glaring admission by the Pakistani leadership and now since the Prime Minister has acknowledged the presence of training camps, it is time for them now to take credible and irreversible action. We feel that half-hearted steps to please uh, the international community, which is meant for the consumption of certain people, uh, won't do. The 20th anniversary of the Kargil Vijay Divas has been celebrated across the country tomorrow. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will be leading the nation in paying homage to the war heroes in the national capital. On this date, in 1999, India successfully took command of the high outpost which had been stealthily taken over by Pakistan. The Kargil war which was fought for more than 60 days and ended with India regaining control of all the previously held territory. 20th anniversary celebration of the Vijay Divas began on the 14th of this month at the National War Memorial in New Delhi where a victory flame was illuminated. The victory flame traversed through 11 towns and cities and finally culminated at Dras, where the flame was merged with the eternal flame at Kargil War Memorial. The central theme of this year's celebrations is Remember, Rejoice and Renew. Main celebrations have been spread over three days from 25th to 27th of this month. Our correspondent has filed this report. During the month of May 1999, infiltrators backed by Pakistani armed forces sneaked into the territory of Indian side of the line of control and gained control of the strategic positions in Kargil sector. India responded with Operation Vijay involving heavy mobilization of army troops supported by the air warriors and regained the control of all the strategic locations after the 60-day war. The Kargil war is a saga of strong political, military and diplomatic actions. It will always be remembered for its strategic and tactical surprises, the self-imposed national strategy of restraint in keeping the war limited to Kargil and CHN sectors and swiftly Tri-Services Military Strategy and Plans. Sunil Dabir reporting from New Delhi for AIR News. President Ramnath Kovind will visit the Kargil War Memorial in Dras, and Kashmir tomorrow on the 20th anniversary of the Kargil Vijay Divas. He will pay homage to the soldiers and officers of the Indian Army who were martyred in the Kargil conflict of 1999. Thousands of supporters of Pakistan's opposition parties are rallying across the country urging Prime Minister Imran Khan to step down over what they say is his failure in handling the nation's ailing economy. Today's rallies, dubbed the Black Day, mark the first anniversary of the parliamentary elections that brought Khan into office. The rallies came less than two weeks after Pakistani businesses observed a day-long strike against taxes. In Afghanistan, at least 10 people, including five women and one child, were killed and 41 others injured in three separate bomb blasts in Kabul today. The attacks happened while the chairman of the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff Marine, General Joseph Dunford, was visiting Kabul to meet with Afghan President Ashraf Ghani. The Taliban has claimed responsibility for the attacks. Back home, President Ramnath Kovind is visiting three African countries, Benin, Gambia and Guinea from 20th July to 3rd August. Briefing media persons in New Delhi today's Secretary East in the External Affairs Ministry, Vijay Thakur Singh, said the visit will strengthen relations between India and these countries. During this three-nation visit of Rashtrapatiji, we are looking at signing MOUs and agreements with all the three countries. Rashtrapatiji's visit to Benin, the Gambia and Guinea is expected to reinvigorate our relations with these countries and give new direction to our relationship with all three of them. Information and Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javrekar today said that credibility and trust are the most distinguished aspects of Durdashan and AIR. He was speaking after inaugurating the state of the art video walls at Doordarshan Kendra in New Delhi. Mr. Javrekar said, Video wall will attract more people towards Doordarshan. He said, Credible and positive news should reach people without any delay, and DD News and AIR have a great role to play in it. Mr. Javrekar emphasized the importance of positive news in nation building. Mantri Narendra Modi Ji, ko public broadcasting, ke baare mein hi hai. उनके मन से यह है कि सबसे विश्वसनीय कुछ है तो दो है देश में एक रेडियो और एक डाकिया और इसलिए उस रेडियो का उपयोग करते हुए मन की बात आज एक इंस्टीट्यूशन बन गया और अब मुझे लगता है कि यह बहुत ही लोगों तक ज्यादा पहुंच रहा है सभी भारतीय भाषाओं में जाता है तुरंत उसका अनुवाद भी The flood situation remains critical in many parts of Lower Assam. Chief Executive officer of the State Disaster Management Authority, Aruna Rajoria, said the situation has been constantly monitored by the district administrations, including Borpeta, Baksa, following the release of excess water by Bhutan from Kurushu Dam. She said NDRF and SDRF teams are stationed in vulnerable areas. The Bihar government has issued a flood alert in view of heavy rains in catchment areas of Nepal. Flood situation has further deteriorated following increase of water levels of Bagmati, Kamla Balan, Vodi Gandak, and Adwara group of rivers. Members of Parliament today paid floral tributes at the portrait of former Sabha Speaker Somnath Chatterjee in the Central Hall of Parliament on his birth anniversary. Lok Sabha Speaker Om Birla, Deputy Chairman Sabha Hari Vanish, Leader of the Opposition in the Sabha Gulam Nabi Azad, Culture and Tourism Minister Prahlad Singh Patel, along with some former members, paid floral tributes. Somna Chatterjee remained Lok Sabha Speaker from 4th of June 2004 to 31st May 2009. In badminton, Olympic silver medalists P.B. Sindhu and B. Sai Praneeth moved into the quarterfinals of Japan Open Tournament after registering contrasting wins but it was curtains for Aegis Pronoi in Tokyo today. Fifth seed Sindhu had to toil hard in an hour-long battle to get the bet of unseated Japanese Aya Ohori in a second-round women's singles match. Pranit sailed past and the local shuttler Kanta Suniyama in the men's singles encounter that lasted 45 minutes. Aegis Pronoi crashed out of the men's singles event after going down to Rasmus K of Denmark 9-21-15-21 in the second round. Sindhu will next face... 4th seeded Japanese Akane Yamaguchi, to whom she lost in the final of the Indonesia Open last week. Sai Praneet will face Indonesia's Tommy Sugiyarto in the men's singles last eight round. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Lok Sabha passes Muslim Women Protection of Rights on Marriage Bill, making instant triple talak illegal, bill not against any community or religion, assures law minister. Parliament passes RTI Amendment Bill 2019 with the Sabha giving its nod today. Budget session of Parliament extended till 7th August. Karnataka Assembly Speaker disqualifies three MLAs. Pakistan acknowledging presence of terrorists in the country is a glaring admission by Park leadership, says External Affairs Ministry. And in sports, Shuttlers PB Sindhu and Sai Pranit enter quarterfinals of Japan Open. And that is all in the news at 9. Good night.